Timepieces History Podcast, where each bite-sized show shares the story of a place, person, or object from the past. Here's your host, Gudrun Lorette. Hello, this is Season 1, Episode 1 of the Timepieces History Podcast. This season, we're going to be looking at the things that shape Britain. So I've decided to start with something that would be familiar to most British school children, and it's also an early example of propaganda, the Bayer Tapestry. So, we're all familiar with the outcome of the Battle of Hastings and the changes it brought to Britain. The tapestry is an impressive piece of work which stands as a testimony to the determination of the Normans. However, things aren't quite as they seem with the Bayer Tapestry. Firstly, it's not a tapestry at all. In fact, it's made up of nine panels of linen, stretching over 68 metres and embroidered with fine stitching. A tapestry, on the other hand, involves threads woven by hand on a loom. The word tapestry comes from the French tapisserie, to carpet or to cover with heavy fabric. So there you go. Another misconception about the tapestry is that the wife of William the Conqueror, or William as he was until after the battle, uh, her name was Queen Matilda, she was so devoted to her husband that she rallied her ladies-in-waiting to get sewing, possibly even to distract themselves while the battle was raging. As it turns out, that isn't true, and it's now believed that the tapestry was actually made by Anglo-Saxon embroiderers. And what about this propaganda element? Well, it was commissioned for the Norman victors, most likely by William's half-brother, the Bishop Odo, in around 1076. Odo was really a cleric, but he spent most of his time fighting in wars or serving as a statesman, which would fit in with the idea of the tapestry being designed to promote the heroic Normans and to belittle the losers. The Battle of Hastings is actually only one of the stories told in the Bayer Tapestry, and the events leading up to the battle itself are also depicted. Harold is shown as disloyal, petulant and greedy. As soon as Edward the Confessor died, he snatched the crown, despite having promised both the old king and the duke that he would support William's succession to the throne. Harold had been sent to support William in an early battle against the Bretons, but was captured before he even got to his cousin. After his release, he fought alongside the Normans, helping them to victory, but they are suspicious of him and force him to swear loyalty to the Norman king. So, while Harold's portrayal is carefully documented on the tapestry, and there's no mention anywhere of his decisive feat over the Norwegian Harold Hardrada, or the fact that, having marched all the way to Stamford Bridge, he and his army had to head back down south to fight the Normans and the French, who weren't the same thing at the time, three weeks later. So, after the tapestry was made, Odo had it hung in the cathedral at Bayeux, although for much of that time it was stored in a wooden chest in the vestry and only brought out and displayed in the nave on the anniversary of the Battle of Hastings. This was something that continued for the next 700 years and, according to the official Biotapestry website, it wasn't mentioned in any documents or cathedral records over that period. During the French Revolution, the tapestry narrowly avoided being cut up into wagon covers. This was apparently a local tradition, I'm not sure why, but anything that was decorative was used as a wagon cover. So just before this happened, a local lawyer rescued the tapestry and brought it to the attention of those in authority and they decided it was worthy of new appreciation. In 1794, two years afterwards, it was seized on behalf of the nation by the Arts Commission for the Bayer District and they had the intention of protecting and preserving it and hopefully putting it on display. And in fact, it was first displayed in 1812 since then, it's moved around a bit, and it's now on display in its own museum. However, discussions have been ongoing for it to visit England, so keep your eyes peeled for that and away from arrows. 
Let me know if you've been to see the tapestry. My husband and I recently went to see it and it's a bit of a weird experience. It's on display in a long dark corridor and everybody shuffles along from one panel to the next with their guided tour clamped to their ears. But it's definitely worth visiting if you get the chance. Um, please let me know what, what you think of the tapestry if you've seen it or if you're keen to see it and thank you for listening to this episode. I'll speak to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Time Pieces History Podcast. Don't forget to listen next time for more quick history facts.